Mulligans and Hackers Golf, special guest podcast number five. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Alvin. And we sat down with Greg from the Piper Six today uh, in this episode and had a little chit chat. Yeah, they do a they do a golf trip once a year in Ohio from Pinehurst and do a bunch of courses. Um, they kind of do in the same vein as what we do, although ours is season long. They do um, more condensed a, version, a more condensed version, a weekend golf trip, and they have the trophy and the jacket, kind of like us. And uh, yeah, we had chatted with Greg to see uh, about what goes on in their trip. Yeah, it was really good. So hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Um, Make sure to uh, like, subscribe, um, send us feedback, or check us out on Instagram. Enjoy the yeah, podcast, link, guys. Link tree will be in the description wherever it is in the YouTube thingy. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another guest podcast on Mulligans and Hackers. And we're here with Greg from the Pinehurst Sixth. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So you guys still keep swinging the clubs here in the winter? We try to. Um, there's a simulator place about an hour away from us. They've got Trackman Bays, so you know you can keep track of all the the data that doesn't really mean much to hackers like us, but we like to think it does. Um, but yeah, we go there usually once a week. Um, try to at least once a week. So yeah, it's nice to not be not have to. Uh, set the clubs aside for the whole winter because uh I, i'm sure i'm not going to get any uh what's it called any sympathy from you guys up in canada but yeah we woke up to about six inches of snow this morning so Ooh, it's gonna be we got ice everywhere it's just ice. it's like it's like driving on a freaking hockey rink it's yeah and cold what's that that does not sound fun no it's not <laughs> cool man so uh, warm melt, warm melt. Yeah, more melt, more melt. That's what we. That's what we're up against. Uh, but we get to swing the clubs too, because me and Chris we joined the simulator league at our home course, so we get out to swing the clubs once a week as well. So that's pretty cool. Nice. It's nice. the first time we've ever really got into something like that over the winter to keep swinging the clubs. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, we started doing that last year, and it's uh, it's really nice to you know you get that first round and. March or April, and you don't actually feel that rusty. It's a little rusty because you're in the elements again, but not nearly as rusty as you used to be. Well, this clubs is, this is our first year, so we'll we'll see how it helps or hinders us when our golf season starts. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it can be a little, a little. Um, I don't know. Uh, so. I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but my, so my, uh, track man handicap is like 0 0.9 and what? my actual, yeah. And my actual handicap is a 10.6. So, <laughs> you know, it, we feel that <laughs> we feel that because yeah. we just got our handicaps for the league. And so my handicap at the end of last year was 15 and my handicap for the league is 7.2. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Mine was yeah. 15 outside and my handicap for the league is like 3.2. So. <laughs> We feel I'll, take yeah, those, I'll take those four strokes on them too. Yeah, flat lie every time, and uh, uh, the the rough just says, "Well, it's just gonna you know give you eighty six percent power. You don't ha actually have to hit through it." It's, yeah, little stuff just, like that helps out a lot. Club up one, right? 
<laughs> right. Well, and then in our league, it's all like anything inside 10 feet's a gimme. So they've made that. So, I mean, if you can just get inside that circle, you, it makes it very easy to have a low handicap. Yeah, for sure. Just oh, man. within 10 feet. Yeah. And again, oh. so inside 10 feet, I mean, we can still add maybe five or six strokes onto these scores that we're getting because we know we're missing some of those putts, right? It's guaranteed. <laughs> right. Yeah. None of us are, are locked in from 10 feet. No, not even. No, not even remotely close. No, if we were, we'd be making millions of bucks on the tour. Exactly, yeah. So, man, Pinehurst 6, how did it start? What do you guys do? And uh, just give us a rundown of what this whole thing is all about. Yeah, so it started uh, nine years ago now. This will be the ninth year of the trip. Um, with our, our guys TK and Brandon, they lived together. It was like right after college, and they were playing a game of Madden and TK had just gotten into golf. Brandon and I played high school golf together. Um, but yeah, so we were trying to get TK into it and TK was just on Google and he was like, Hey, uh, you want to take a golf trip? And they were like trying to think of a good place to take it. And TK was like, well, I just found this like fantastic package, uh, down in, uh, Pinehurst. Um, and about a month later they were on a trip in Pinehurst uh, then it was just them two, um, and it was just a three-day stay. Uh, they played, I think, three rounds, and then they headed back home. Really quick trip. And then the next year, they're like, we've got to get more people involved. That's when I came along, and uh, our guys Chris and Matt. Um, and we had uh, our buddy Neil, who unfortunately hasn't been able to make it since that second year. But So there were six of us then. and then it just became something we looked forward to every year and we we booked it through um golf escapes of the sand hills and the lady who was booking it for us was named mink and mink became this like mythological creature for us right we um she was just the the magical lady that put our golf trip together and we would you know get a get a meeting of the minds get the courses that we wanted to play, get the dates, send it to her. And all of a sudden we've got an itinerary. And so really when we had just five of us, we considered Mink the sixth member of the, of the Pinehurst six, um, about three years ago. Now, uh, we get an email from Larry, uh, Mink's husband, uh, telling us that Mink unfortunately had passed away, um, from cancer. And so, you know, we felt a connection to Mink having never met her, but we thought, you know, we've got to somehow uh, keep her legacy alive in our group. And so we we came up with a scoring system for the trip and we made a trophy. Our trophy is the Mink Powell Memorial Trophy. So we just call it the Mink for short. So any Instagram post, you'll see, you know, hashtag for the Mink because we're all going for the Mink every year. Um, so yeah, we we got the the Mink Powell Memorial Trophy, um, and her husband Larry booked the trip for us that year. The very next year, we get an email from Kelly, Larry's uh, Larry's daughter, Mink's stepdaughter, uh, telling us that unfortunately Larry had also passed away. Ooh, um, wow. Yeah. So now we have the the Mink Powell Memorial Trophy and the Larry jacket. We we, we got a green jacket from the local Goodwill and. Uh, that it kind of fits all of us. It's a little tighter on some, 
Um, but that's, uh, that's what the winners get as well. So that's something you can like wear to the meeting of the minds when we're coming up with courses and dates and stuff, just kind of rub it in everybody else's face. Like I've got the jacket, you don't. Um, so yeah, we've got the mink, we've got the Larry and hopefully we're done with Memorial services, uh, for a while. But now Kelly is booking the trip for us. And we, we feel very fortunate to, you know, just be passed down from family member to family member at this point. Um, but Kelly's actually been, uh, at the last round for us past two years to, to hand out the, the mink. And it's been really special for us to, to have her there. Cause she, uh, yeah, she, she loves our group for obvious reasons, but it's been, it's been great to have her there. That's awesome. Other than the, tragically losing people that are involved in your group um sounds like a sounds like a really good trip so are you guys competitive against each other or do you use handicaps we do use handicaps yes so we we take every course handicap uh on the trip we play six rounds when we're down there um and we add up everyone's course handicaps for all six uh for all six rounds excuse me and then you start that much under par so our buddy Chris is a uh, 18 handicap. He'll start at like around like 127 under par. And then <laughs> our buddy Brandon, who's the, the mink champion this year, he's uh, a four handicap. So he'll start like 27, 28 under par. And he's like, I've, I've got to pick up a hundred strokes on Chris, but you know, after a couple rounds of just taking it away, it, it all evens out in the end. But yeah, it's, it's cool to watch the leaderboard change from someone being 127 under to 38 over. So how, over how do you how, how do you guys do that? Do you have like a like a digital leaderboard you guys use or what? We need to come up with a way to do a digital leaderboard. Right now, we just uh, have like a poster board. It looks like a science fair project, and uh, we've got you know the names on on a on magnets pretty much. And we can just move them up and down the leaderboard after the round and just write it in, in Sharpie. So that just kind of sits in our hotel or Airbnb, wherever we're staying. And, um, yeah, we, we can look at it all we want, but yeah, we got to move it manually, write it in manually, do math manually. So yeah, a digital leaderboard would be fantastic. We just haven't figured that out yet. That's still pretty sweet though. That's, uh, and then after the rounds, when you guys are just chilling, you guys are drinking your drinking your beverages, and you're just looking. Oh, what do I need to do tomorrow to get you know back into the race or or cut down the lead of the guy in front of me? That's pretty cool. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's like I've only, I've just got to beat Matt by twelve tomorrow, and I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, is it a four day trip, and do you do like a round on a Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday? How does that work out? Yeah. So, uh, actually, the schedule that we follow now was it was birthed out of a rain delay. So we originally planned three years ago, um, we were going to drive down on Tuesday, play two rounds on Wednesday, two rounds on Thursday, two rounds on Friday, and a round on Saturday. And that'll be the, the last round. And then we drive home after that last round on Saturday. Um, so we wake up on... Thursday planning for our two rounds and we get to mid south and the hurricane had blown through 
and there's like rivers running through the fairways. It's raining so hard. And so we, our second round was supposed to be at Pinehurst number one. We were really pumped about that. And, but we hadn't paid for that round yet. We had paid for the round at Mid-South through the, through the booking. So we kind of go up to the front desk like, hey, what's the, what's the verdict? You know, uh, do we just get our money back? Is there like a rain delay policy? And they're like, no, nope, course is open if you want to go play. <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, if we just wait here, um, can we play whenever the rain stops? Like, yeah, sure. So we canceled our round at Piners number one, and we just hung out in Mid-South's clubhouse. We ate two meals there. We, um, we found out they had like PS4s back in the corner. So we like logged into Brandon's account. We're playing uh, PGA 2K on the PS4s. They've got a shuffleboard table. We, we you know, set up a whole shuffleboard tournament. Uh, we started playing Euchre. At other card games and we just hung out there for like six hours before we ended up playing but then after that we kind of decided it's really nice to not have to play two rounds three days in a row that's a lot of golf we're getting older um and so now we get down there we play two rounds the first day one round the second day two rounds the third day one round the fourth day and call it call it a trip um, which is a nice little break after you've played 36 and you know, that night you only have to play one round the next day. It's, it's actually a nice mental break. Um, plus your hands are a little less raw after Saturday. That's true. But yeah, that's, that's the schedule. Now we'll play six rounds in four days and it's still a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is, man. That's wild a ton of golf but that that sounds amazing so do you guys always play the same courses then when you go down there or do you guys kind of mix it around a little bit or is it just all pinehurst well so actually we've we've never played a like pinehurst resort course um we just play the pinehurst area okay um and yeah we uh we take a, a team vote on what courses we'll play um, so actually the team vote just came out this past weekend. Uh, this year we'll be playing, um, mid South, mid pines, uh, pine needles, pine needles, uh, is the course that, uh, the U S women's open was just at this past year. Um, we've played there in years past and we love it. And so we had to add it back on the docket. Um, Talamore, um, I'm going to forget now tobacco road and and a sixth one that i forget but yeah it it's uh oh southern pines southern pines is the sixth one and so, so yeah you, it's, so when you do 36 in a day you do two different courses in that day yep that's awesome yeah it it's always uh it we try to schedule it so we have plenty of time to get to the next course but it always ends up being grabbing whatever club sandwiches at the first course and running to the car, eating it on the <laughs> way there, and you know, getting there about five minutes before the next tea time. Uh, so in, you know, best laid plans, we have about an hour and it always turns into 20 minutes, but <laughs> everybody's in the same boat then anyway. So yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. It, that sounds like it a blast. Helps not be the first tea time in the, in the second, uh, 18 of the day, but if you are, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's a blast. We always have a great time. 
Um, and yeah, we uh, sleep really well when we get home. <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, no kidding. So, um, what do you guys see? Like, because I see you do a lot of the social medias. Um, do you see anything else coming out of that social media stuff? Um, you know, always trying to to build on it. Um, yeah, I I kind of started the page a couple of years ago. Um, just kind of missing the guys, missing the trip in uh, in November when it's you know really cold in Ohio and uh, we had kind of put the clubs away. So yeah, I started the the page just to kind of keep everyone involved, keep everyone thinking about the trip um, over the course of the year and. Yeah, it's it's been really nice. Uh, it, it's fun to to you know get the guys on on the page whenever we play golf together, and every time we play, they're like, "Oh, are you record, are you recording this for the page? You know, is this gonna be on the story? Is this gonna be real?" Um, so yeah, it, it's turned into something really fun. Um, That's kind of why I I started this little podcast guest podcast thing for us because through the winter, you know, we're not we're, we're not recording anything, and we're not and again once this is our first year, we're actually playing golf we'll say through the winter. So this gives us an opportunity to, to connect with other people and gives us something to do and look forward to when we're, when we're, you know, not golfing, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't really have any plans for it. Um, unfortunately, we're always so locked in on, on the actual golf with it being, you know, somewhat competitive on the trip that, um, I, I know I have a, a couple people every year that, that uh dm me like hey we need more content we know you guys are down there it's like yeah but i'm i'm worried about my score so i'm not recording everybody's <laughs> yeah, right that's we we because our season our golf season like our tour runs the gamut of the summer from um uh, march to september right like when we're playing three or four as uh, three or four tour dates in those months all the way and same thing. We don't get a lot of content out there, a lot of video from the courses, because again, we all want to beat each other, and we're all really close in our handicaps. So you can't give a guy an edge. And you know, you're looking at two guys on the screen here that are a big rivalry when we go and play our tour dates. There's not a lot of chat. There's not a lot of chat in the carts when we're when we're within a stroke of each other on you know 15 or 16. We don't chat much. It's because you know somebody's got to get the W here, and somebody's getting the points. Um, <laughs> Same thing. I would love to do a to get that like, you know, small two or three minute Sportsnet little snippet of our tour day with some video and some some chatting over it. But man, we just don't have the time. We're focused on what we're doing. It's exactly, true. Exactly. Your, yeah. your game just lacks when you when you're focusing on that stuff. Like we have the best intentions all the time, but you know, we'll bring out like a GoPro or something. And we'll be like, yeah, we'll get some footage and we'll do this and that. And then you know, you just the next thing you know, you get locked in and you're on. As soon as you tee off on number one, there like, is no such thing as the GoPro. The GoPro doesn't exist after you tee off on number one. So, well, except you know. for last year for the first few rounds because I was out with an Achilles injury, so I was kind of the media guy for a bit. So, yeah, you uh, opened up the door for Clark to take the cup last year that's all right we'll uh, take it back from this year and we do the same thing greg like so for our season we have we have a major a two-day event in the middle for you know a jug kind of representing the claret jug um then we have our fedex cup style trophy that what we call the chase for the cup and that's based on points right throughout throughout the entire season and then for our tour championship which is another two-day tournament at the end of the season we have jacket as well and 
just so happens this will be our third year coming up. So year number one, Chris won it. So he got the jacket and I had to put it on him, which really hurt, <laughs> painful. And last year uh, I won it. So he had to put it on me. So that was really cool. And I waited an entire year for that. Um, but it, I mean, we have, we have, you know, probably about four guys out of the however many we have, because when guys come and visit and they come out for a round, we put their name on the on the on the standings, right? You know, you get your points, you get your name on there. Uh, but there's probably about four: Chris, myself, Clark, and Darren um, that play a lot that are competitive. And now Clark, because he won the the cup last year, he has the target on his back this year. And Chris was hurt at the beginning of last year, which really put him behind in the points. So um, you know, and this is what we look forward to in the summer. You know, the last two years, we've done kind of the same thing. Uh, once a month, we've gone out of town to a small, like, hidden gem golf course. And we'll go, we'll bring, you know, half a dozen, nine guys out to these little small hidden gem golf courses and, and, and play around there for points. And because it's out of town, we get double the points, right? So winning those is very important. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we, we, we kind of get what you guys are doing. So when, actually, when do you do this trip, like, in the summer? What month? Yeah. So usually it's, um, it's mid July, um, mid to early July. Uh, we had some scheduling issues this year. So this year it's planned for the first week of August, um, which that's gonna, <laughs> you know, we're just going to be building anticipation. I know usually <laughs> around May, everyone's ready to get down there. Well, well, I mean, people are ready to get down there right now with snow on the ground, but really when you start playing a lot of golf outside you're just like, ah, can we go to Pinehurst tomorrow? Um, but yeah, so it's going to build some anticipation this year being in August. Uh, but yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And usually, hopefully it'll be cooled down by then. Because usually when we go middle of July, it's like the hottest week of the year. And we're playing in 102 degree heat. And we're playing 36 holes. And we're just... It takes a absolutely. lot out of you. <laughs> that takes yeah. a lot out of you, man. Like a really a lot out of you. So do you guys play a lot of golf like throughout the summer when the season starts? We do. Yeah. Um, so we've got, you know, the group chat and usually around Wednesday, uh, people are putting in that chat like, Hey, who's, <laughs> who's up for golf this week and where are we go. And, um, and usually we get at least four of us. Um, we've got, so the Pinehurst six is, is what started because when I started the page, we only had six people on the trip. Um, the year after, we had eight. Last year, we had 10. And we're looking for 12 this year. So the Pinehurst Six is a bit uh, is a bit misleading. But, um, uh, you know, I'm a big college football fan down here. And uh, Ohio State's in the Big Ten. The Big Ten uh, just added USC and U UCLA. So now we'll have 16 teams. So the Big Ten can have 16 teams in it. Then the Pinehurst Six can have 12. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 12 of us shooting the text out. We usually get at least four. It's it's nice when we get uh, most of the guys. We're kind of spread out around Ohio now. We've got uh, one guy in Toledo, a couple guys in Columbus. Um, the rest of us are like uh, southern Dayton, northern Cincinnati area, which is about 45 minutes away from each other. So that core group can play a lot and it's nice when we can get the Columbus and Toledo guys in, but that those are uh, a lot farther drives. So, so what do you guys try to play like uh, two to four rounds a weekend or. <laughs> uh, 
we we try to play one round a weekend. If we can get two rounds a weekend in, it's it's a uh, beautiful. But you know, wives and families and all that good stuff get in yeah. the way. And of and for our group, we're kind of that's what we're getting past. So we don't have the kids. You know, we still have the wives, but we don't have. <laughs> you know, our families are kind of up. They're out on their own, especially mine. And so I I golf like five or six times a week. You know, I try and on the weekends we kind of get saturday we'll get you know 36 in maybe sunday we'll get 36 in. like so when this is our hobby and this is going to be our hobby for a long time especially mine um so yeah we we're gonna i golfed over 100 rounds last year for the first time I, and i mean it's crazy just every day because our our where i work the golf course that our, that's our home course is literally down over the hill so when you're off at four o'clock you're down there you can do in the summertime, it doesn't get dark dark here till nine ten o'clock at night. So you get eighteen and after work, and you know if you've got nothing to go home to, maybe the wife is working. Then yeah, I'm going to the golf course, man. No doubt. Yeah, exactly. That's a uh, that's a good thing about yeah the summertime. I'm I'm ready for the time to change back now. Uh, but you know once daylight savings time hits and it gets dark at nine or ten o'clock. Um, yeah, so I get off work at four. My wife doesn't get off work until six. So I can, you know, log off, get to the golf course, play a quick nine holes, and get home before she is home. So that's that's really nice for now. Uh, you know, we're of that age that past couple trips we've had to schedule around the births of babies. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, definitely not in the boat with you guys. Uh, but looking forward to that. Uh, I've already told my wife when I retire, I'm just going to work at a golf course. Yeah, and, no doubt. Yeah. Play for free. So <laughs> yeah, right. a little ways off from that. I just turned, uh, 30 this past year. So yeah, you know. I got some, I got oh, some years. Three on more you, years. <laughs> <laughs> but so to wind it up now, I'd always like to ask, and uh, I'm kind of getting into being that gear, not so, I really like to know what other guys are using. So, man, can you give us a quick rundown of what's in the bag? Yeah, for sure. So I've got the uh, the M4 driver, uh, tailor-made. Um, I've got an, like an 08 uh, tailor-made burner three-wood. Um, looking to replace that this year, but it's just too good to me. You know, I I look at it and I think, oh, I got to replace that thing. And then I swing I've got a, it. I've got a tailor-made R9 three wood in my bag and that is my go-to club it will never go anywhere it's staying it's just <laughs> it's again when the driver's not working you take that three wood out and i'm plunking it down the fairway 220 230 and that's good enough for me man yep exactly that's yeah i know i'm sacrificing like 10 15 yards just with the technology changes but i hit it pure every time so what more can you ask for um so after that i've got a uh, a titleist um three hybrid uh funny story so there's a facebook page um called golf club traders i don't know if you guys are familiar but um it's, it's people all over uh mostly the states some some outside of the states um but they just you know post clubs that they're selling or or are looking for and this guy so from this area there's a cincinnati style chili um skyline is like the big brand it's more like a coney sauce you put it on hot dogs on spaghetti um but it's a staple in the community and this guy had just moved away he was in like pennsylvania then and uh he was craving skyline 
So he said, if anyone can send me 10 cans of Skyline chili, I'll give them this three hybrid. And I worked at Skyline at the time. <laughs> so that was really easy for me to get. So I got them. I think I sent him 15 cans just out of, uh, out of goodwill. And he sent me this Titleist three hybrid. So I call that my Skyline club um, and love that club as well. Then I've got a, uh, a four hybrid that I don't swing. Um, I keep it in the bag mainly for sentimental reasons. Uh, my grandpa got me into the game, taught me the game. And that was the last club that he ever bought for me. It's like a youth flex shaft, um, little four Ripa four iron, four hybrid. It's like a Kmart brand. Um, and yeah, that just stays in the bag. Uh, I haven't swung it in probably four years, but that'll always stay in the bag for that reason. And then I've got, um, I've got tailor-made rocket blade irons, uh, five through pitching wedge. Um, fairly forgiving, even though they've got the name blade on there. Uh, not quite the, the blade, uh, reaction when you hit it off center. Um, then I've got Vokey wedges. I've got 52, 56 and 60. And then I've got my pride and joy, my, uh, my Scotty Cameron, um, fastback one and a half special select, uh, won my fantasy football league a couple years ago and took the money immediately, immediately to golf galaxy and bought my Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) Has it helped my putting? Probably not at all, but it looks good in the bed. That's right. And again, if you suck at golf, it just look like you're a pro. Yeah, exactly. That's my motto (laughs) with all my clubs, really. Yeah, no doubt. Well, buddy, I really appreciate your time, and I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your Saturday or Sunday to come and uh, chat with us because we really like what you guys do, and I can't wait to you know see what you do this year and keep following you. Absolutely, you guys as well. Your uh, your point system, the whole like year long competition, sounds awesome. I you know wish I had something like that around here. Um, and also, I really like your hat, the maple leaf with the, the golf ball print. Like that, I haven't seen that, and that's really cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, we're, we're in the process of becoming ambassadors for this 36-a-day golf co uh, company out of Ontario. Uh, they do have a star in the same, uh, it's, a, it's a star for the American version with the golf ball dimples in it. So maybe okay. that's something you look at as well, because uh, I think he's, Working on branching down into the state too. That's why he came up with that logo. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, well, man, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's awesome. been a blast. Uh, yeah, I got, thanks for going. Maybe, maybe after you guys are done your uh, are done your uh, trip this year, maybe we'll get some of you guys on and chat about it. Excellent. Yeah, and I'll try to get uh, more guys in. Uh, kind of drop the call on uh no that's on fine dude you know just just even to get us in just to get us introduced here is uh is big for us excellent yeah well, well, enjoy your blast. sunday and uh go bangles hey go bangles <laughs> all the gears yeah <laughs> all right man take care really appreciate it yeah thank you guys